Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today, Philip talks about how to monetize your podcast. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. And, and if you see me sipping coffee today, I'm just going to do my brand, you know, brand sponsorship. You can't see it, but it says Rife Martin uh, CPA, your trusted business advisor. <laughs> All of y'all know uh, Allison, but she gave me like this amazing Yeti coffee mug that keeps my coffee super warm in the morning. So I'm giving her some product placement. Uh, in there. But let's get to the episode. We're talking about how to monetize pod, podcasting. Because there's some folks out there that uh, have a podcast, and I know some with quite a bit of downloads and followers, and they're not making nearly enough money as they as they should make. Um, there's some that with, with a lot of followers that don't make any money. Um, but then there are some people that want to make money or want to grow their business, right? Multiple categories. They have a business and they want to make their business more money or they just want to make money in, you know, with a side business or a passive business. Um, and I say passive with air quotes. Uh, and, and so they're interested in podcasting, but they don't know how to monetize it. And here, and here's the first rule of podcasting. Like you want to, you, you want to separate the, the business of podcasting with like, the art of podcasting because because you definitely need both but i use the i use the art and the business as like the art think of all those artists whether it musicians actors where you hear about or you see how famous they are and you see a lot of their work but they don't have a lot of money to show for it uh that's because they understood the art. They were great art. They were great talent, but they didn't understand the business, right? And then you and then you see all the business people that are behind them, and they're making gazillions of dollars, and nobody knows who they are, right? And and so this is going to be like more on like the business of podcasting because the art is the art is easy. We all have art in us. You just have to discover it. That's the easy part. the The part that is wide open and it's the wild wild west is the business of podcasting and you do not have to have a big following to make money like literally my business was built on the back of a podcast i don't i don't cold call it's all incoming right then that's outside of my team of experts that come on weekly um that that hold that spot for the podcast as as sponsors and so let's get straight into it let's 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 first and i'm gonna speak specifically targeting just like mindset business owners, but Merrill Lynch, right? Everybody's heard of the company, Merrill Lynch, a great company, built a great business, but every big business got its start as the underdog. And when Merrill came along, um, you know, it was like, it was like attorneys today, you know, two, uh, uh, two of the most successful attorneys I know are David Gossie, Justin Martin, you know, Gossie Martin Law Firm, Law Firm, the girl I just got hit. Uh, they they recognize the um, the genius of advertising on the radio before any attorneys were on the radio. Nowadays, you hear it all the time, but they were like 
very early to the radio uh, for an attorney because before it was like, oh, you know, attorneys don't do radio, and they were like, well, who made that rule, right? Let's <laughs> and 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 they so Merrill Lynch, similar back in the day from an investment firm. Investment firms used to go. Oh hey, you know, um, like well, yeah, we you know uh, who who reaches out for clients, blah, blah blah blah, right? Whatever they had the stigma, and they were like, but they're like, yeah, but they, they it's the thing that was invented called the telephone, where you know uh, we can reach a lot of people instead of going door to door or waiting for us to get a referral, right? We can just call the telephone and call make a bunch of calls in our dead time, and so they did that and built an amazing business uh, using the telephone. Um, early, you know, early. Def Jam, which is like in hip hop, the Goldman Sachs of hip hop, uh, you know, the founders went to artists and said, hey, artists, you have some good work. We understand the business of distribution, i.e. Uh, DJs and VJs, disc jockeys and video jockeys became big around that time. And they just used those new channels of distribution to get the artists work out, uh, which was cable TV and, and, and DJs were you know, in the real world, in parties, uh, playing music, but also on the radio, right? Because that became a big, DJs became a big thing on uh, on the radio. So that's another example of like the business getting the word out of the art. Um, Amazon and Google, right? A lot of people, uh, I forget the name of the book. There's a very good book written uh, by, his first name is Brad. I forget his last name, but it's about Jeff Bezos and Amazon. Read it if you want. It's a really good book. But Amazon was like the biggest spender on Google for years and years and years and years and years when Google ads were cheap. And they built their business off that. Instagram did the same thing on Facebook. Um, they they uh, built their business off of Facebook. You have two of the most successful bloggers that, that, that are out there um, that I follow, Ramit Sethi, uh, the owner of I Will Teach You To Be Rich blog, and Tim Ferriss, the famous author of 4-Hour Workweek and the 4-Hour Workweek blog. But they were very early to blogging, and Tim Ferriss was uh, early to podcasting. I think Steve has the name of the... Brad Stone. Brad Stone is the name of the author of that Amazon book. Um, but uh, Tim Ferriss parlayed from blogging uh, and writing and because he's a successful blogger, very successful author, and went into podcasting and built like one of the most successful podcasts out there um, to date. But again, it's it's understanding distribution. They were early to new distribution channels that are still relatively new. And and I think you're starting to see a theme at this point, right? If if you are the underdog or you feel like you're the underdog, then that's an advantage because you're able to walk into and embrace new distribution channels that incumbents don't see, which today is the internet, specifically podcasting, which is huge and it has not even gotten started yet. So let me, so like this, this is a regular conversation that I have with business owners who I know, uh, who are, who are, you know, making some money, uh, but are wanting to get more sales. And I'll ask them, I'll say, Hey, when some, like, if you get a phone call from a number, you don't know, do you answer it? They say, no. Do you read the mailers that come in the mail? No. Uh, uh, do you answer doors when people knock on it? No. Do you read the magazines or ads you get in the mail? No. Right? And nobody under 80 does any of those things. Um, I'm not picking on 80-year-olds because I know an 80-year-old who actually doesn't either. My point is, um, 
I'll turn around and I'll ask him, well, how do you advertise? <laughs> well, you know, we spend a lot of money, ha- you know, paying our hiring sales team to cold call, right? We, you know, we send in the door knock or we spend money on magazines and ads. And I mean, that's like the definition of insanity, literally. Like that's, you know, like, um, and, and and what 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 people tend to do is they, they tend to um, do what they're comfortable with versus doing what, what's actually the right thing to do, right? I call it the, I mean, I'm, I'm people with mullets are going to like get tired of me making fun of their mullet, but I call it like the guy with the mullet, you know, like they're just stuck, just stuck in the past just because it used to be cool. Like it's, you know, you, you, you have to evolve. It's like what happened to taxi cab owners, right? Taxi cab owners uh, were aware of Uber and they just brushed it off until overnight their businesses were worth 90 cents on the dollar because like everybody was riding in an Uber or, or a Lyft, right? To be. To be fair to to lift uh, lift folks, so podcasting is the next big distribution opportunity, and we are super 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 extremely extremely very early. To give you a mental picture, look how long it took look how long it took the world to get wired for the industrial age. We started in the 1800s. It took a couple of hundred years for the entire world to get wired for the industrial age. And there's still parts of the world that are not wired for the industrial age. They're still getting wired for the industrial age. So we're still doing that. And look at all the people who made money over the last couple of hundred years who were integral into the industrial age. Industrial age meaning people who built the steel for the cities, right? People who, contractors who built the roads and everything. Uh, 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 Oil and gas people who connected things connected energy to different cities and industrial bodies like you know bankers who bankrolled all that um i mean that's there's a lot of money made over a long period of time and so what's happening now is think about the entire world getting rewired for the internet like we're only 20 years in like it has not it hasn't even begun to start like it's like the if it were a baby like it's still like like we just got home from the hospital, like trying to figure out what to do, right? They just gave us this baby, and we're like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Where's the instruction manual? Uh, and so here's where people get it wrong, right? They believe it's too late. Uh, they believe they need a big following uh, to be successful. Wrong. Um, here, here, here's how to think. Here's a better way to think about it. As a podcast, you want to be like the, um, you want to become maybe the digital. Uh, chamber of commerce or an affinity association for a community because in the old world they they made money from like from doing that right from connecting people uh, to 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 thoughts ideas people um and and being the 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 host of the party right let me let me give you a couple of specific ideas so you can understand where i'm going with the monetization and like the mindset so i have a i have a friend who um, I'm going to change the name, the names and the, uh, facts surrounding circumstances to protect the innocent, but they, they have a very good history in advertising, long history in advertising, but they have a history in advertising in the old world. And they also currently are like into, um, into, uh, into new world stuff hard. And so, and so like they have a, they have a pod, they have a podcast. Uh, they had a podcast before me. Right, very so you know experience plus open mindedness like genius level combination and 
they had the pieces out, but they had not connected them enough to say, uh, you know, I, I said, hey, listen, you have this podcast and you're in this community. Why don't you go talk to these businesses and have them be, because um, these businesses, they, they understand podcasting a little bit. They know that they should probably have one. But when somebody has money, like they just want to throw money at problems. They don't want to relearn all that kind of stuff. And so um, why don't you say, hey, I have this podcast. You can you can come on. It'll, it'll only, you only got to invest whatever, 30 minutes a week or something like that. And, uh, and you can do it virtually. And they get a segment. They pay you for the segment. You produce everything for them. Uh, they just got to show up. And then you put it on the feed, distribute it for them, and and they get it out there, and and that person like made an extra, you know, I don't know, twenty, thirty thousand bucks, something like that. Uh, or I'm t- I'm talking in annual terms, but they get paid monthly. But the point is, um, that was a very simple idea that just helped them understand. Oh yeah, like there's a we're early. There's a big amount of people that just don't want to figure it out, and the win-win is. Like you're like you're like Def Jam. Def Jam say, "Hey, we have artists. They don't want to figure out the distribution thing. We understand the distribution thing. Come sign with us, you know, and we'll get you distribution, and you get to be the artist, right? That formula is a formula that's worked since the beginning of time. And so, if you understand distribution, there's a lot of money that you can make. Even if you understand distribution as an artist, then you become Jay Z, like God MC, me, J Hove. I have to drop that in there." Here, one, one more idea, and then and then we'll wrap it up. Had a um uh another. Actually, I'm gonna leave that idea alone. I'm I'm, I'm gonna hit a point right. The ability to raise money for an idea is literally what I do all day long, right? I mean, as an investment advisor, you have to see the world, put the pic- pieces together, and then have people have faith in those picture in the picture of the world to invest into it. Right for the long term, right? It helps the world develop. It helps the investors make money, right? You get paid for your services. It's a win-win-win, right? I, you know that's that's what I do for a living. That's the that's the same thing as advertising, right? Advertising is is meeting the business owner who has a problem. Their problem is they want to grow their business, right? You meet an advertising medium, a source that can be a show, a podcast, and 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 you put those pieces together to where if they have the audience that they need to grow the business put the money into it, everybody wins, right? So I, I'm saying that to say, I, uh, uh, I started a coaching service where I'm helping either people that have a podcast and want to monetize it or people that don't have one and want a podcast to either help grow their business or just to start a podcast to make money off of just from a podcasting standpoint. So um, I started that consulting business, right? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take, you know, uh, what I've learned and apply it to your thoughts, ideas, and how you want to make money and help you like come out of the process with a monetizable podcast that you can uh, have set up to like make money uh, for the future. And so the, the, the way to reach me for that is not through Stonehill. You want to email me at philip at philipwashingtonjr.com. It's two L's. philip at philipwashingtonjr.com. Hope this helps somebody. Until next week, enjoy your week. Hey, hey, hey.
If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.